You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Yeah. Are we on? We are on. Hello, and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your fortnightly slice of something extra. I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas, and my husband Tom, he's also here. I am here. You're here. You are here. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Oh, they can't answer back every time. Every damn time they <laughs> every get Every damn time. Uh, listen, dear listener. Uh, no, come on, I'm doing myself down. Let's make that plural. Listen, dear listeners, we, as you may know, moved quite recently to a flat, Avec et Jardin. And I have had a lifelong issue with squirrels since one vicious little bitch came for me, tried to savage me. And now my... <laughs> Verbally or physically? <laughs> yeah, she read me to filth. Uh, now my garden appears to be the Groucho Club for squirrels. It's like, for yeah, it's, it's where, like, if they were 90s ad men, it's the Groucho Club. and It's like the pub in American Werewolf in London. I walked out into the garden the other day and they all just stopped what they were doing and turned around and looked at me until I left. Yeah. Our garden is Cheers for um, local wildlife. Oh, no, because they all know your name in Cheers and also, like, they're eternally friendly in Cheers. Yeah, There's true. nothing like that. I think the Groucho is the best. Yeah, it's, it's hostile to newcomers, isn't it? <laughs> Um, and it got me thinking about uh, the Sword in the Stone has... Uh, now, Tom hasn't seen this, and I, I want to connect I with people. I have seen it. You said you didn't know the better men with the horny squirrel. Oh, sorry. There's a Start very sexually again. there's a very sexually aggressive female squirrel in the Disney garden. film. Garden. <laughs> in the garden. In the Disney film, Sword in the Stone. And um, I've been thinking about her a lot recently, and... I, she's she's. I say she's sexually aggressive. She's just she has agency. She knows what she wants. She goes after it, mm-hmm. and she gets punished for it <laughs> because it turns out that the person she's in love with is a person, not squirrel. And you're like, what happened to? How was the rest of her life? How did that pan out for her? These are just my musings. This is what I've been thinking about this morning, looking at squirrels outside. Um, so we've got to get you a blind. Got to get me a blind. Uh. I've, we've even got one of those little um, emitter things that makes uh, supposed to not animals aren't supposed to enjoy like a sort of radar high pitched sound for, to get rid of mice. Do they not bother squirrels? Unless it's like a rave, it's like an EDM rave out there. I love like, it. Yes, because they do do those weird like cat like summer cartwheels. Maybe yeah, that's they what do it like is. a little circus thing for us. Maybe we're being, we're summoning them. So it's been quite a week in the news uh, because. I don't know if you heard about it, but the Queen's cousin died. And um, obviously (laughs) all of the major outlets uh, decided they had to cancel all other programming. But we will be here as usual with giving you the, um, giving you our content. That that sounds like I'm, I'm, um, I, I'm very sympathetic to Liz. I'm actually quite a Liz fan. Mm. Um, a Lizzo. I'm a, I'm a Lizzo. And I would just like to say to As her... As opposed to a Lizard, which yeah. any believe she is. <laughs> I would like to say to her, when a great double act... I say great. When one half of a double act is no longer there, if you want to, you could always have him as a hologram like Cher does. Oh. 
So just make a little mental note for any Lovely. upcoming appearances. That's always an option. A two-pack on tour. Yep. Or Amy Winehouse has her in- egregious father wants to do. Or Christina singing with Whitney. Yeah. Again, I don't think if you've had the express permission... Ooh. Squirrels are kicking off. I think unless you've had the express permission of someone in their will that you're allowed to duet with them after death, it's not really the one. If they've expressly wished that they do not want that to happen, mm-hmm. then I would honour that. I'm looking at you, Timberlake. <laughs> yes. We've just been recording uh, an amazing... Um, we're going to reveal at the end of the episode. But However, just, yeah. This is, Timberlake's fresh in our minds. Timberlake is very fresh in our minds. Tom, if I predecease you, I um, give you permission... To uh, the travel with, with, with a hologram. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone will notice. We can barely get our weekly episodes in the can. <laughs> I cannot imagine when we would find the time when I... to record enough for me to have a post- posthumous career <laughs> after you. Just have a set of reactions like, ugh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> ugh, let's share. Like, you could just use that noise every day. Uh, I make an out for blood. All of our sister sister pod out for blood. She's all out now. Yeah, our, our baby has flown the nest. Go on over, have a little listen. It's over. You're sad. It's over. You're sad. But you know, I was asking you. Oh no, it's over. You're sad. I am sad, but I know that there is much like Carrie herself, a hand rising from the earth to. Uh, Another, there will be more out for blood. It would just be. Is what she's saying. Is what I'm saying. I was trying to roll with my own metaphor and then fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to do another series, but it will be on something different. Um, so let's let's have a bit of feedback on our episode about Nigella with the gorgeous Eleanor Russian. What a dream. Oh, I love that conversation so much. She's so nice, so generous and warm, isn't she? She's a mm-hmm. lovely presence. We've had such great feedback. Loads Nigella's of- nice. Nigella's pretty great too, huh? Um, Nigella, I just, the more I I could have spoken about her for a a lot longer, you know, Mm. because I just think what she represents in British culture is so positive, actually. There's a real, there's a body positivity that is disregarded and, um, has been for so long just kind of smushed into the male gaze. Mm. And it's like, no, actually this woman enjoying food isn't about you cracking one off to sexy mummy actually it's about a woman a really clever woman sharing her thoughts on on something that makes her happy mm. um which is you know she it just really sat in a lovely sweet spot for this podcast i think that Nigel episode because it's like yeah a lot of what we're about yeah it was yeah it sort of talked about the importance of a, of a female icon mm-hmm. in the public eye a sort of rise and fall story, mm. a rise and fall and rise again story. Yeah. Phoenix from the flames, all your favorite kind of narrative movements. Mm-hmm. Um, plus she's just blindingly camp. So camp. She's, and we discovered her mum, who oh, turns out was. Taught her everything she knows. <laughs> yeah. An exercise in high camp. Uh, yeah. So it was just, yeah, it was this right in the sweet spot for the old pod. Speaking of the sweet spot for the old pod. Mm. So uh, we go live, live to Peckham, to Peckham. or there and thereabouts, mm. uh, where Rich has a bitch and has decided to go back to basics, which is very unusual for Rich. Don't call her basics. Exactly. She'll come at you hands and feet. 
Right, kids, we're going back to scratch, back to basics. We're going back to the original text. It's the origin story. It's the rebirth. I am no longer going to hijack your podcast and use this segment as a way of pushing my own gay-ass music agenda. Nope. I am going back to commenting on the things that you talked about in your podcast. That said, I listened to the Nigella episode a week plus ago, and I've now looked at my list of things to say, and I've got no memory of the context. So we're just going to have to feel out together. We're diving in. Let's see how we go. Um, lots of women named by first name. Oh, oh God, I came for more so hard on this whole Nigella's the only woman post Diana to um, accidentally go by her first name. I'm the person responding to a diva account. Like, uh, actually, I think you'll find a diva is blah, nah, But the mansplaining of all is gross. That said, I'm not wrong. Even in the chef world, I say Ainsley, you say... Mm-hmm. What about if I say Tyra, if I say RuPaul, if I say Lupita, if I say Monique, if I say Divine, if I say Oprah? Come on now, the erasure of it all, it's too much, it's too much. My name if they turn my dad's name. Oh yeah, if they'd swap my dad's name into a girl's name, it would have been Martina, but I like to think they'd have chosen Martini. Oh, camp. Turning down a top... Oh, yeah, yeah. Really respect Nigella for being like, no, I don't need an OBE or a CBE or a damehood or whatever it might be. Um, I'm with her. You know, we don't need unelected officials in office. I don't need elitism. I don't need aristocracy. Eat the rich. That said, if they offered me one, would I turn it down? No, I absolutely would not. Enter Dame Richard Hawkins. Here's your crown and scepter. Lord it above everyone for all time. Yes, please. Um, my final thing. You really inspired me to get back into Nigella. Like, I've watched a bit of her telly. My sister loves her. Um, but I've never really, you know, had the full Nigella fantasy. And to be honest, I've just been that person watching YouTube videos of her, like, seductively licking chicken and that. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I know you slagged off um, the sexualization of Nigella, but I think she does it on purpose. I think she's camp as tits. And she knows exactly what she's doing, and I live for it. Um, but no, you've really inspired me. I'm going to go back. I'm going to make that macaroni crab situation because that sounds absolutely bomb um and i think you know job well done on persuading me that nigella is indeed an icon yes changing hearts and minds he'll absolutely live for that um crab mac and cheese oh my god it's a dream it's like silk it is silk but not like when they call them silken tofu which i hate yeah but that real vendetta about tofu i can't bear it the devil's cheese (laughs) (laughs) The curds of Satan. <laughs> um, fantastic. Well, here's the thing. Go on. I think we stepped into the twilight zone. Why? Because I've just got a Chris's coincidence coming at us. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Oh, hi, it's me. Uh, I was just listening to your excellent episode about celebrity chef Nigella Lawson. Um, I actually had to take a break because I've been watching Below Deck for the last three weeks solid. So it was quite refreshing, actually, to take a little bit of time out of my below deck schedule and listen to um, some people that aren't on below deck. Uh, Anyway, I was just listening and I was really surprised to learn actually that Nigella was born in South London because I live in South London and I just thought, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. Shivers, shivers down the spine. Never gets easier, does it? Never gets easy. Now we go to the week in Diva. Let's get the sad, nasty stuff out of the way. Uh, Nikki Graham died, which is just utterly tragic. And, oh my God, just... She was an icon. No, it seems a bit odd to be nostalgic for reality TV. (laughs) Um, Because I think her series of Big Brother just fell in that moment that was just before it 
really because there was a big brother kind of vaguely had pretensions towards being a social experiment like <laughs> they a had hot psychologists minute. and stuff on it didn't yeah, they that not was, by nikki season but no that gone but like nikki season was just when it was at its triumphant peak for what it was and it yeah. was so she was so entertaining mm. who is she yeah it's been a hard one that because it's like that has so it's who is she has become so much part of our lexicon yeah I say, I say, oh, I don't mean the nation, I mean us. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, it, it's so part of like, just how we communicate. Like it'll just, every time a use for that moment, that yeah. catchphrase comes up. You put the heating on. <laughs> Anytime, it's a Nikki Graham. So it's like, and, and it felt really weird because I think the, the day that she died, I think like something came up and just automatically went, who is she mm. about something else? Mm. And it just felt really like weird. And I was like, oh God. Am I sort of taking the piss out of her? Like, because I was like, no, like, yeah, if I don't know, I don't, I don't think it is because I think she was very much her authentic self on that program. Yeah. And she I, was, in, she was an absolute hoot. And that is, that's a positive thing. And I don't feel like, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't have pretensions to say something like we're honoring her legacy mm. by saying that. Like, I'm sure she would have wanted her legacy. I mean, her legacy is you know, she's drawn huge attention to anorexia and, um, in, in, since she's died, like there's obviously, you know, we're having more conversations about that sort of stuff. Like mm. he, like, so she's, yeah, that's, that's not the legacy. Her ideal legacy would probably not be the catchphrase. Who is she? Mm. But it, we don't say that because it's like a fun way to say it. We say it because we remember how she said it. And it was such a fun, like you said, like amazing. She was such a who mm. that you kind of, Every time you say like, every time you say that, it bec- you think about Nikki. It, you think about her, and you also think about that energy of just being like, yeah, true, authentic human. Yeah. And so yeah, it does feel like it didn't. We sort of chatted about it, didn't we? After we after that happened, and it's all like, yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's okay. Yeah, and she's, my God, she was really suffering. And if you are suffering. Uh, or eating disorders never really go away, even if you don't have them as, ex- you know, to the point that Nikki did. So please do reach out. And our DMs are always open. We're not experts, but I'm always happy to have a conversation with anybody about it if they'd like to tell, if they need me, I'm here. Um, so yeah, rest in peace, Nikki. Also, did you see the absolute fuckery with Pete? Oh yeah. On Twitter. I know. he went Twitter on... just being a cesspit as always. Because, yeah, because, so Pete, her friend from Big Brother went on Great, Great Morning Britain and he has ticks because he has got two rats and Twitter was like, what's he been drinking or like, what's, what's he on? Just they went off, didn't they? Just Basically really uncharitable like... and horrible, surprisingly, for the internet. Yeah. Um, I thought like, I just don't understand that as well because I thought Pete was, was fa- like famously had Tourette's. People have short memories though. They do, I don't because he was supposed to play at my... Uh, university freshers ball. Oh, right. His band. This is just after they'd come out of the house. Yeah. He didn't show up. Oh, babe. So I'm sorry you've got Tourette's, Pete, and I'm sorry people made fun of you on Twitter, but that was unacceptable. Oh, wow. I just got to see Pete from Big Brother's band without Pete from Big Brother. It's just a band. You had Block Party or someone, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that. Now, we didn't have Block Party, but we did get, we get, we got, I'll say this for the University of Cambridge, they booked good acts. Oh, really? <laughs> I wonder how they have the pull. <laughs> Who do they get? Scissor Sisters. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, 
not my not my Eurosong. I can't actually remember who who sang. It's not over, not over yet. Claxons. Yeah, they were the first ones I saw. Anyway, uh, so still a number one one. <laughs> it's a good song, and they also had the same ball. They had um, most of all, I like the way you move. That, oh, the uh, twats in the. Oh no, that's um, moves like Jagger. I can, yeah, I can't. No, remember they're what the they guys were. with the glasses. There was just like one sort the of... The ones that like Madonna invited along for her Super Bowl. No, that's... um that? That's the body... The party rockers. Yeah, what's their No, I, I can't remember what these... Body rockers in the house, you know. No, these were like... Oh, this yeah. was like some sort of slightly seedy on the edge of middle-aged man. I do know what you mean. Getting off with freshers. Um, so, moving away from that to... Now, listen, you know I... You know I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. She's not a Swifty. Je ne suis... Swifty pal. <laughs> Je ne swift pal. <laughs> Je ne parle français. Uh, but J'aime uh, la piscine. J'aime, yeah, oui, la discothèque. Uh, chouette. Uh, Taylor Swift has pulled, I think, one of the biggest acts of divadom I've ever, I've ever even conceived of. You've even heard of. Ever even heard of. So, for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift has been, there, there is a Twitter thread that explains this in much better detail, but in a kind of layman's terms, she her old record deal with a very young fledgling company in no way compensated for the fact that, that she was going to become the biggest one of the biggest stars in the world. And she negotiated a new de- record deal that did not cover the rights for her first six albums, I think it is. And to get around that, she's re-recording them note for note with the original musicians, <laughs> which is such a badass move. And it's just an amazing example of women reclaiming their own material because she did not sell these songs. She sold, she, they have the right to those specific recordings. Now that she's done this, she has control of the, when they, they are used for people in film. She can, the licensing, she's controlling now basically she, no one's going to use the old versions because they'll use Taylor's version. So she's effectively pulled the rug out from under them when they could have just reached a deal which would mm. have been much more, you know, financially viable for So them. what happens to the old ones then? I think this... I think you could probably still get them. I don't know what's... If so really it's up to... Well, what them. they could do is supposedly they could just offer them less and if it's the same recording... Yeah. Mm. So Coca-Cola or so something they could like that who has no them. morals... Yeah, that's true. Could just undercut Taylor. I don't think they're in the interest of saving money, though, are they? I mean, like, some Garksty might do, but anyway, I think it's absolutely iconic. Other soda pops are available. Yes, if you want to sponsor us. Panda Pop, we'll take it. Oh, Push Pop. Push Pop. Um, the, it's just, I, I listen to it, and it's not really, like, it's not my jam. It's not my vibe. You're really. not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. Tuna Swift Pa. Tuna Swift Pa. Tuna Swift Pa. But, um... You know, for for early Taylor Swift, it's great, and she like her vocals sound slightly different, slightly more mature. It's it's just it's just a fucking baller move. So I think I'm going to re-record my original stand-up shows, uh, beat for beat, with the original musicians. So uh, if you'd like to reprise your role as my husband mm-hmm. in, in our previous work, and Joe Bunker, and as... Joe Bunker, he'll be reprising his role as as pianist, and Madonna as yeah, Madonna. Um, Thank God, though, for a second there, I thought you were going to say you were planning on us re-recording all of our podcasts word for word. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> 60, 60 episodes, which just go back. Actually, you paused for a bit longer on that one. Ah, yeah, you're right. 
Now, in other news from the Diva Kingdom. Kingdom? Sorry, other news from the Diva Divadom. <laughs> Art Pop. Not my favourite Gaga record. You Got some bangies on it. Got some bangies on it. Well, she had, sadly had to take off the best song on it, didn't she? Yeah, true. No, she just re-recorded it, didn't she? Well, it's not on the track listing. So I was looking. Get Taylor involved. Get Taylor. Where's she at? Where's she at? She's got advice for you, guys. So we're talking about uh, Do What You Want With My Body, which was recorded with... Um, R. Kelly. Absolute piece of shit, <laughs> R. Kelly, and now has been re-recorded with Christina. Now, I hate... And you know what Christina doesn't do? Piss on her fans. She don't piss on her fans. She don't piss on her on fans. On her God's daughter, more specifically. <sighs> Awful. Um... I hate to say that I prefer the original version. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I feel that way. Yeah. Christina's vocal is obviously flawless, but it just, you don't, I hate R. Kelly. I'm just, I just miss someone screaming, we don't give a fuck. Does, she, a does Christina not do no, it? No, she doesn't do it. Why? I don't know. <sighs> I guess that must've been an ad lib or something. And Gaga was like, we'll take it out. Well, she's probably like, it's not technically one of the lyrics you'd have to do if you don't want X. And she was like, well, obviously I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Can you do We Don't Give a Fucking? <laughs> we Don't Give a Fuck! Something Lovely. Like that. Something like that. Why didn't she do it? <laughs> hey, we, we've got this recorded now. We could just cut pop it. it in. Cut it. Send it to Gags. Be like, just in case Whack you want. In. Just in case you want to pop it in. Pop. And Christina was causing some problems that day in the studio. Yeah. Just, just there you go. Just there you go. slip just it like in. That. Do a Tay-Tay. Uh, the... Um, the applause is obviously the second best song on art pop. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't and the it. video for applause. Blah, 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 blah. I live her. Um, so do you know about <laughs> Do you know about this? That what what's happened? No. So there They've is just re-released it, I thought. No. Well what they, it's there's a vault of material. She basically did a prince and she recorded two albums at the same time. Art Pop wasn't re- very well received when it came out because no. people are stupid. And they went, No, I want pop, not art. And she went, have both. Right. And they went, I'm confused. It was just a transition period for... Gaga is, is, an, is um, a multidimensional artist and it was a bit early in her career for people. People were like, oh, it's a bit weird. I don't know what to do yet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the Little Monsters have got it to number one again. Well, for the first time. They've been like, everyone buy art pop, so now it's number one. And they've also started petitioning her to release the vaulted material. Mm. And she has hinted that this may indeed come to pass. Oh. Because what does Gaga do? Deliver. She always delivers. What doesn't deliver? Aldi. So we'll have to go there in person. <laughs> Hence why you need to come, Gags. Come on. Come on, LJ. Um, other news in Diva. The Met Gala is coming back. Oh, lovely. It will be... Did we have one last year? We didn't because of Le Covid. But there was no Zoom Met Gala. Mm-mm-mm. Same as they didn't have a Zoom red carpet for the Oscars. Exactly. Are they doing that this year? I think? They are, thank God, because I need the frocks. I need to get my frocks off. Uh, no, the theme for the Met Gala is like America. Oh, lovely. American celebrating American, uh, the heroes of the pandemic and... and um, A lot of them died, to be fair. Yeah. Biggest loss of life, American life in history. Is it? From the Pandy Day? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so Anna Wintour has announced we will have two Met Gala events, which will give us opportunities for celebrities to, to put ridiculous clothes on, which is, which is diva. What, two? Just back to back? No, spread out across the year. Lovely. Yeah. So spring and fall collections? September f- is the first one. And I don't, yeah, probably spring the next one. Yes, oh, and a winter. Fall and spring. Now this is... A- no winter. No winter. Winter is coming. Always winter, never Christmas. <laughs> now you would not expect me to mention this, this 
character that I'm about to bring up on the Weekend Diva because they do, I would say, broadly come under the category of someone who's really famous who doesn't need a podcast who decides that they should just have a podcast now. But I'm trying to think of that could be any male British personality. Uh, David Tennant, who actually, you know, look, David Tennant is a very good actor, um, but he has pulled a really brilliantly diva move. He's revealed that he made up an, a PA who would respond to things he didn't want to go to. <laughs> is that not iconic? That's amazing. I know, right? Wait, did he make up his own email address and everything? Yeah, yeah, he had a fake PA. Who, what were they called? Not revealed, I don't believe, but a fake PA who would oh, respond to Oh, just in case everyone goes back through their emails. is <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Oh, shit. Isn't that, isn't that brilliant? That's amazing. Michael Sheen's livid. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I can't believe I didn't come up with that. <laughs> No, it's like your fucking PA kept telling me you were busy. (laughs) (laughs) Not too busy for staged. Uh, So, yeah, David Tennant. Unexpected diva, which I think could be a new category. Unexpected diva. Like Accidental Partridge, an unexpected diva. We can get a jingle going if you want. It's an unexpected diva. We tried Overheard Diva. Yeah. We tried that at one point. We didn't, then Ask we didn't listeners, see anyone. <laughs> well, then we, yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, that was sort of the point, wasn't it? Because like, yeah. we're passing ships in the night, aren't we? A lot of yeah. us these days. But um, we had one and we, we asked for, for contributions from, you know, like how Time Out used to have that mm, overheard, overheard in London. Yeah. yeah, we wanted that to happen. And then and then you guys didn't... I don't think this is... Don't blame the listener. This, okay. is, this is blame social distancing. You can't overhear from two metres. That is true. It's harder. But now that we're back and Soho is a buzzing, I want I want to see that. An uptake, okay. please. So, listeners, please do send in your uh, overheard divas and also your unexpected divas. It's an unexpected diva. <laughs> uh, right. New di- Now, this isn't a familiar to diva of the week. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Lapone is livid. <sighs> Glenn Close has announced that they are going to be making a film of Sunset Boulevard. Glenn Close has announced it. Yeah. Star of it mm-hmm. has announced it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you think she's, I wonder if she's like execing it as well. Probably, she probably doesn't give two shits about it. She's just like, I must do it because Lapone will be furious. That must be the only reason she's doing it. It's yeah. not that good. It's not that good. Which brings me to uh, other diva news. It's tangential, but it's connected. Phantom of the Opera. Have you ever seen it? No. Never seen Fans. Have you heard other classical music? <laughs> yeah. It's I've that. heard the 1912 Overture. Yeah, it's that. That's it. Yeah. Uh it's other pieces of music that Andrew Webber has stolen, stolen. from Tchaikovsky. Yeah, it? yeah. And there are, there are bits in Stat Phantom which is like, it's a pastiche. You're like, what about the title track, you bitch? That's from fucking Pink Floyd. Um, anyway. Where does pastiche become Come theft? nicking Andrew Webber. Um, find someone who loves Cinderella as much. <laughs> find, find someone who loves you as much as Andrew Webber loves Cinderella was something that really made me laugh on Twitter this week. <laughs> oh, because the bitch is obsessed. Anyway, they're bringing back Phantom with half the orchestra. So anti-diva news, basically. It's going to be... This is what we can expect from COVID. It's like, 
Oh, sorry. Um, we know that the people are still going to come and see it, but we we don't really want to pay musicians anymore. So. COVID or Brexit, because we also don't allow musicians from Europe to come in yeah, on exactly. visas anymore. So, so it's just going to be a load of what, 14 people and a Bon Tempe piano. Who's bon still watching keyboard. Phantom, though? Says the guy that's never seen it, but... Well, exactly. Oh, it's rickety as fuck. Then they do a bit where they're on a boat, but they're actually just sat on the ground. Yeah, and there's just dry ice. I'll show you. We'll do it later. My friend's mum came up with that. Did she? Yeah. That's cool. Dave. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I'll show you later. We'll just lie on the floor and throw some flour around. Lovely. Or Batiste. That makes a nice dry ice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But my diva of the week, Mm -hmm. because I have the opportunity to do so, what do I do when I have the opportunity to to nominate my diva of the week? You, Madonna. I pick Madonna because uh, Madonna murdered someone this week, not uh, <laughs> on Instagram. Madonna uh, was using her platform for for good, as she often does, and was posting about the need for greater gun control in the in the wake of this week's events. And which is the real GC? Which is the real? Yeah, absolutely. That's the GC. I have gun control. Um, But Karen Gaylor took issue with this. Ironic because she's the GC backwards. GK. Damn it. Karen Gaylor took issue. She said that Madonna, I would bet you have people with guns to protect you and your family, but the little people can be left unarmed. If you take the guns away, criminals will always... Blah, blah, blah. (sighs) A range of thinking face emojis. The thinking face emoji (sighs) is the fucking... Pits. Beloved of parents and Brexiteers. You know, if you type applause into your whatever text app you use, yeah. and it will give you the option of the clapping emoji, yeah. I think if you just type bumptious cunt, <laughs> it will come up with that <laughs> fatuous asshole you, you put, just, and then suddenly yeah. you get that little option for the thinking face emoji. Absolutely. Not paying for their home in later life. <laughs> you just write. Tax breaks for millionaires. You just get that on <laughs> face. Yep. Um, but Madonna responded. She said, bitch, I don't have any security or armed guards around me. Come see me and tell me to my face how not real my world is. I dare you. You know nothing about me or my life. The only criminals I see right now are the police who are paid to protect the, the people. But people are protected by judges and the criminal justice system, which is a joke because there is no justice if you're a person of colour. Of course your name is Karen. <laughs> First of all... There's so much, there's just, first of all, there's so much in that. Yeah. Like she's gone through, there's so many different. She claims not to have any security, which I think is probably <laughs> not the case. Um, well, this is the, this was the main thing I was going to say was why is she putting it out on Twitter? Madge. Yeah, right. Don't be getting out there on the social media telling people you ain't got security. Mm. We need to keep you safe. Yeah. Well, people are clearly getting to the compound because she's had a work tweak, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> The headlines have all gone north again on Madonna's work. (laughs) And I live. (laughs) She's plumptious for the gods. Oh, my God. But, like, also, like, like driving a BLM message home in there as well. Like, didn't mention it, Karen, but, like, I'm going to come at you with that as well. Like, oh, she's just gone. She's done that thing, which I think is really great. Um... And by great, I mean, is 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 not beneficial to reasonable debate in modern society. But on social media, when someone, and I do it all the time, 
and luckily I usually do it in my head, which is this thing habit that you say that I have of, of having arguments with imaginary yeah, people. Does, yeah. Um, in which she's just assumed so many things about what Karen thinks yeah. about certain other things because of her opinion on gun control that she's just loaded the bases. Mm-hmm. Like she's just gone, right, I'm just, I'm going to hit you on all fronts because I know these are the things you think. Yeah. So I'm coming at you hands and feet. And it's just... Of course your name is Karen. Brilliant. Oh my God. She's the one. So that's why she's my D for the week. Did Karen respond? Uh, I haven't seen that she has actually. I wonder if that's been deleted. I'll have a look. Who's your D for the oh, week? She's scorched. Oh yeah, she's... She's, she's had her face melted. Yeah. She can't tweet with no fingers. She's a pillar of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Madonna your... is not looking back. Mm-mm-mm. Weird biblical no, reference. Baby. Uh, I'm uh, doing a Madonna act this weekend. <laughs> I'm doing a, a Madonna impression uh, on uh, my dear friend Ed Sumner's Cheese and Wine Painting Club, which I've been doing a couple of times now. So if, if you want a really good evening, actually, for a tenor on Zoom... You get mm. taught how to do a paint, how to paint along with Ed. He'll show you how to do a famous painting. Mm-hmm. And then he plays banging tunes. Or you might even get to see me guesting as a as a, as a diva. <laughs> I've done Kate Bush. I've done Stevie Nicks. And I'm doing Madge what? this weekend. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Did, I, did you think that was the real one? I thought that was Stevie Nicks. It, no. Well, you wouldn't be alone. Um, Could you get her to sign my... Get to sign your record. Uh, we're confident that hopefully people won't think that they he's booked Madonna. <laughs> I'm just saying, with the new work, yeah. it's it's possible. it's possible. It's understandable. True. If if you do get mistaken, yeah. I think she's a bit younger than Kate Bush and Stevie, right? She is. She's sixty three. How old's Kate? Seventy, probably. Not sure. She's a bit older, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who I am going to name my diva of the week because there's a weekly podcast that they do. Uh, which is full of diva excellence. And so therefore they are sort of always the diva of the week. They are particularly relevant to this week because uh, it enables me to enmesh my diva of the week suggestion with our announcement about what we're doing next week. Uh, I'm excited. So my diva of the week is a diva that loves other divas, which is the best kind kind of of diva. It's Tim Murray. Tim Murray. Comedian Tim Murray. Because Tim, because Tim, lovely Tim, delightful Tim, is going to be our guest on next week's podcast when we start the, the ascent of Mount Brittany. Oh my God, guys, we're doing Brittany. But also, guys, look, you can't just do Brittany. No. Obviously, we did three parts on Jake Shears. We can't just... Do Britney no. like she's Jane McDonald. No shade, Jane. Oh, poor Jane. No, you've lost your husband. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Poor Jane. Um, but Britney obviously is a, a titan yeah. of the Divaverse. This is our Everest. One of the core presences in the Divaverse. The, of the Mount Rushmore that will, when I rule the world, will be Divas. Yes. Or one of the fates. Yeah. <laughs> It's, we are, we're doing Britney. We're doing Britney. It's but what we've decided to do, we've made a very important decision, which is, and we'll probably do this from here on with the other huge hitters. The Titans. Because the it's big hitters, right? Like mm-hmm. we've, you know, we did Patty, yep. the Pone. In one app, actually, very long app. But... It's a long app, but like she's a big hitter. Mm-hmm. She's not a huge hitter. Mm-hmm. She's not MVP. 
she's not known to probably your average man on the street. Good way to define it. Yeah. Yes. Whereas Britney bitch... Is known to anybody who is... Mankind. Yeah. Yeah. There might be the odd New Guinea tribesman that's not aware of her, but... I think that's unlikely at this point. I think even They've had plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there might be, like, under 10s that don't know her now, but really, fuck them. They've got parents, don't they? They've got parents. What are they teaching these kids? About climate change and stuff, so... Okay, that is important. But you know who could also teach them about climate change? Britney. Britney Spears. So, um, what we've decided to do is split the uh, episodes... Well, so what we've decided to do is split Britney's history Mm -hmm. into eras. Yes. And we'll probably do the same with the likes of... Sure... Um, Madge. Madge. Maybe like Aretha. Whitney. Yeah. Whitney like the real big ones. Yeah. Um, so this will be the first part of two parts in which we cover Britney from birth. To 2002. 2002. Yep. It's, it's amazing. I'm really excited. And Tim, who is a Britney... Stan with a capital S, T, A, and N, uh, will be joining us for the ride. And it's just a joy. You don't want to miss this one. Yeah, I want to miss this. <laughs> also, keep the headphones low because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of screaming. Yeah, we do, we do scream. Quite it's going to be like being at a Britney concert. There's going to be oh, so much screaming. Amazing. And if you haven't listened to Slumber Party, Tim's incredible podcast, which we point out to him. It has a theme tune which is written for Britney Spears. You know, a banging theme tune maketh a podcast. Could you give us a blast? Of the theme tune. Mm-hmm. Asked about the bad, but no, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, lovely. Well, we love you all. Please do like, review, subscribe. We live for the applause. We live for the five stars and the lovelies. And we love you. Take care. Please do reach out if you need us. You know where to find us? Big Diva Energy. At Diva Energy on Twitter. Or email us at bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. Or find us on the gram or Facebook. And then we'll be in touch. And guys, Deves, please, please consider uh, donating to our Patreon, becoming a patron. There's, uh, you can subscribe for as little as £2.50 mm-hmm. a month. Um, and there's lots of like lovely little benefits um, in there and some bonus episodes such as Diva Film Club and this week month I'd like to announce we've announced it oh we've already announced it we're doing Tina Turner in (laughs) Mad Max 2 Beyond Thunderdome (laughs) hilarious it's on now TV we'll find out have we checked Uh, don't know Uh, we're going to go and make a pie we haven't had any dinner but and, and sorry apologies for the fact this episode's coming out a bit later in the week than your usual broadcast but we're busy we're busy busy in busy in, sit on your own damn phrase you're busy love you bye. love you bye